Hello and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast. We're on a mission to optimize our lives through faith, health, wisdom, and much more. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Here now is our host, Nick Carlisle. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast, where it is my duty to explore all things related to living an optimized and fulfilling life. I personally am on the never-ending journey to improve myself and figured why not share my findings and my conversations with as many people as possible. This episode is brought to you by MyLifeEnchanted.com, which is where you can find all things related to the Life Enchanted movement. You can sign up for my email newsletter on there, read my blog, check out some apparel I designed, and a bunch of other stuff as well. Also, I would love to keep this podcast relatively sponsor-free, and to do that, I need your support through Patreon. You can visit the support tab on my website to learn more about that. Your contributions through Patreon will keep the Life Enchanted content flowing and will also help me dedicate more time to expanding the content, i.e. the blog and newsletter and whatnot. But most importantly, a portion of every cent that comes through Patreon and my online store will be donated to Metro World Child. You can find out more about them through my website on that support tab. Also, please consider leaving a rating and possibly a review of the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Your feedback helps other people discover the show and join the movement. What is good, ladies and gentlemen, Nick here, and I first just want to say thank you and show my appreciation to everyone who has reached out to me via text or phone call um, or social media or even to my wife or my family um, about the, the episode that took place last week, the podcast episode and the panic attack episode. Um, I am overwhelmed by everyone's reception to it and everyone's love for it. Um, and uh, it just shows that when we are real and we are vulnerable and when we are humble, um, that it connects with people and we're all looking for connection and, and relationship and meaning and whatnot. And I think that the more real we can be, the the more we will find that stuff. So um, as promised, I'm going to continue to be as real as I possibly can and as open as I possibly can, which is really cool for me to see because I've been battling this anxiety for a while now and these depressive symptoms and God has put it on my heart multiple times in my head to just like talk about it on the podcast or talk about it out loud or share it with everyone and bring it, bring all your struggles out into the open and I've refrained from doing that because of pride, quite simply. I just, I, I don't want to appear weak and I don't want to appear um, soft or that I, I can't handle it or, or whatever it is. And that's just the, the unfortunate BS stigma that's behind a lot of mental illness, which really sucks. And I'm ashamed to say that I fell victim to that, but I'm trying to work my way through it because you can't heal if you're not open right you you have to 
be completely transparent and completely open to to reveal a lot of the wounds and a lot of the issues and traumas and whatnot so that they can actually be healed you have to let the light in right so um god was putting that on my heart like nick just share it share it do episodes about it or talk about what you're struggling with and i was just very reluctant to do it um like i said it was just it was just a pride issue so since he's been saying that to me over the past i would say year i've been praying for healing um and of course as i mentioned in the previous episode not the one with chad from king's k but the the panic attack episode i think it's episode number 64 go check that out if you haven't listened to it yet because you you have no clue what's going on in this episode um without listening to that first you need some context so so i was praying for god to to flip a switch this whole time and I just wanted to be healed instantly, like go into my mind and just flip a switch and then I'm forever changed, forever different. But we all know, well, I know from my experience that that's not, that's not God's way for me and it's not his route for me because he's going to heal me completely and break me down. So um, I wasn't listening to his voice of, of the Holy Spirit in my head telling me to be open and vulnerable with you guys. So he uh, broke me down completely last week to a point where I just felt completely compelled um, to share it with you guys. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. So he got his way and, and he knows what's good for us and what's best for us. And, and if we stay diligent in what we're doing and following him and chasing the light, um, he's going to bring us to glory. So I, I just want to share all of this for his glory. Jonathan Pakluda likes to say my story for his glory. I'm a big Jonathan Pakluda fan. Look him up if you don't know who he is. Um, but he, he likes to say my story for his glory. And, I feel like I have a pretty crazy story and I have a small platform to share it. So I might as well use it because that's what this is all about. The glory of God and him bringing me from a broken place to a healed place, from a broken place to a healed place and over and over and over again in different aspects of my life. So um, with all of that said, uh, I'd like to give you an update and kind of what I'm thinking uh, moving forward and how I am moving forward with, with everything that occurred last week. So after that whole series of events, which took place on Tuesday night, um, I called my therapist, of course, for obvious reasons, on Wednesday, and he wasn't able to get me until Thursday. So Wednesday was kind of just a day of just like a blur and just like, geez, what just happened last night? I recorded an episode today and released it. Like, are you kidding me? This is not Nick, but it feels like weirdly good. But also I feel like I'm naked standing in front of a lot of people. Um, but it was just like a big relief off my shoulders, but also a very weird, vulnerable, emotional feeling that was, that was kind of therapeutic in a weird way. So Thursday night, I went to see my therapist and his, his first recommendation out of his mouth was, he said, I haven't seen him in a couple months. And he said, remind me what, what medication you're on. And I said, uh, I'm not on any medication. And he said, uh, and he said, I want to, I want to get you back on some SSRIs, namely Lexapro. SSRI stands for selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. It's an antidepressant, a class of antidepressants that targets serotonin, which is the feel good chemical in your brain. One of them. And just helps your body uh, process and absorb it better. And 
his whole thing is, man, you're having these incessant thoughts and these negative thought patterns and self-consciousness and stuff like that because you are not processing serotonin correctly. If your serotonin levels were adequate, then you wouldn't have these incessant thoughts. And I'm like, man, I, I, I get that logic and I get that, but it just didn't feel right. I've already gone through the SSRI route I took Lexapro for about four months, uh, about a year and a half ago, and it didn't make a huge difference in my mentality, um, and it had some side effects that were unwanted, namely low libido and weird sleep. Sorry if that's too much information, but your boy is being real. Um, so I was not about to have both of those things occurring in my life, so I said, I can't, I can't be on these, so I got off the Lexapro, and... When he mentioned it the other night, I was like, dang it, man. Like, I really don't want to go that route. Um, I don't want to be dependent on a substance. And I'm hesitant to be taking anything out of an orange bottle because of my history, um, which I'll share with you guys soon. And he was like, look, Nick, if, if you had diabetes, you would take insulin. If you had cancer, you would get chemo. If you had heart disease, you would take medication for it. This is, you just have a chemical issue. You have an ailment. And there's medication that will fix it. And I totally, totally, totally get that logic of the whole thing. But I just, I I don't feel comfortable doing it. And I'm just very reluctant. So I asked him, like, is it, what else, what other options are there? And he said, well, sometimes I also refer my clients to a medication called Wellbutrin. And Wellbutrin isn't an SSRI. I can't remember the the class. It's considered an uh, antidepressant, but it targets dopamine and norepinephrine instead of serotonin, from what I understand. And I'm a big norepinephrine fan because, like, that's what's released when I take cold showers, and um, it's kind of like the fight or flight hormone that's released, but kind of enhances focus and energy and optimism and stuff like that. So that kind of intrigued me. And he mentioned that it was prescribed for weight loss um, and like for to to handle nicotine cravings and whatnot. So I I felt like it wasn't prescribed. It, it was prescribed maybe a little bit more recklessly for lack of a better word like SSRIs are kind of they're pretty serious and people aren't just going to say like oh you need to lose some weight like here take an SSRI because there could be some serious side effects so in my mind it kind of came out came across as lesser of an evil and a risk so I was I was intrigued by the Wellbutrin if you guys if any of you have any experience with Wellbutrin or know anyone that has experience with Wellbutrin please hit me up on Instagram or send me an email at my life enchanted on Instagram or Nick at my life email. I would love to hear your experience or knowledge about it. Uh, but after I left that therapy appointment, I just told him that I was going to think about it and I started processing it. I started doing a lot of internet research around Wellbutrin and what I found online is kind of just scary. There's all sorts of what can go wrongs online and side effects online. And I'm like, dang, like, I do not feel good about this really either. So I went home and my wife was on the couch. The kids were in bed and I just sat with my wife and just like started praying with her. And that's my my life has been filled with prayer recently. It should always be filled. And unfortunately, in times of struggle and despair, it's it's filled up a lot more with prayer. And so considering the events of the last week, I've been praying a lot, which I hope... Uh, 
translates and bleeds over into the rest of my life, even when I'm doing really well, that, you know, I seek the Lord and talk with the Lord. So I sat on the couch and spoke with my wife and just prayed with her about, you know, the right route to go um, and just just clarity of mind of of what to do with all of this because I I, I don't want to take the medication but if if that's God's will for me and if that's what I I'm meant to do is be on a medication for the rest of my life I will absolutely do it if it's gonna make me better I'm willing to do anything so um, we went to sleep that night and I, I didn't have a ton of clarity and then I woke up the next day and had my initial thought was have I done everything naturally that I can to solve these depressive anxiety symptoms. And I've done a lot. I'll say that I've probably done about 90% of what I can, i.e. eating clean, exercising, running, hot therapy, cold therapy, biohacks, supplements, all of those things, sleeping well, um, journaling, meditation. I mean, you name it, I've done it. But I haven't gone to the full extreme. And Unless you've been living under a rock for the last four years, I would say, you have seen the overwhelming amount of science that has come out about the connection between gut health and mental health. And I recently took the Viome test, that's V-I-O-M-E. Uh, it is a gut health intelligence test that's kind of at the top of its class. A lot of people whom I really respect and whom I know vet out a lot of different products recommend it. So I know it's it's legit. So I recently took that test and I got my results back after six weeks. And it does a complete analysis of your gut and not just the bacteria that live in your gut, the names of those bacteria, but how those bacterium are expressing themselves, which is super cool. So if you have, let's just use lactobacillus in your gut, and I have lactobacillus in my gut, mine might be expressing itself differently than yours. So that's kind of their little niche there is that they can tell how each one is expressing itself. And you get this super detailed 30-page report that shows you all your superfoods, all the foods you need to avoid, um, all the foods that you should enjoy, all the foods that you should minimize. Um, It tells you, it gives you a detailed supplement list of what you should supplement based on your gut results. Um, It talks about like your inflammatory markers and all sorts of really, really cool stuff. So shockingly to me, my gut is not in optimal health as far as the the lining of my gut and I have some pretty high inflammation markers which is all shocking to me because like my my diet is 85% anti-inflammatory and I've done a lot of things I drink a ton of freaking kombucha and shockingly check this out you guys have probably seen how much kombucha and stuff and sauerkraut that I drink my my food list said that I should minimize kombucha and sauerkraut, which was a shot to my heart and made me want to cry. So I haven't had kombucha in like two weeks. Pray for me. Um, but so my gut is not in optimal health. And I think that is just because for 25 years, I've just destroyed it and paid no attention to it. And then about five years ago when I started eating clean and stuff, I just thought that um, I could build up off of the destroyed foundation. And that probably helped, but clearly has not gotten me to where I want to be. So 
I was thinking about that, and then I was thinking about the statistic I heard that says that 90%, 90% of your serotonin receptors live inside of your gut. 90% of your serotonin receptors live inside of your gut. Um, feel free to fact check that and call me out, but that's what I saw and what I heard, which is insane. If you would have asked me, you know, last month what that number was, I would have said 90% live inside of your brain. So you could probably see where I'm going with this. If my gut health isn't optimal and my doctor, my therapist thinks that my serotonin levels are what's messing me up and 90% of my serotonin receptors are in my gut, I should probably cure my gut before taking a medication and see if that works. And I'm trying to practice what I preach here because I've done a lot of uh, podcasts with really interesting people who are, who are all about natural remedies. I am a big fan of functional medicine. If you do not know what functional medicine is, it's basically trying to, to cure and reverse chronic disease through lifestyle and diet instead of just taking a prescription pill to, to fix that you have high blood pressure or um, anything like that. It's it's trying to fix it with diet and exercise and all of those things and sleep. So the metaphor that, that I've said and that I've heard um, is that if you have a rock in your shoe and it is hurting your foot, traditional medicine right now will, will prescribe you some Advil and it will give you maybe some Norco if it's super bad. And then the, the side effects from the Norco are going to be X, whatever it is. So they give you a prescription to deal with those side effects. And then all of a sudden you're on two prescription pills, right? So the functional medicine approach to the rock in your shoe dilemma causing pain is take the rock out of your shoe. Okay. So, and that's not a knock on our current medical system. That's for a whole nother podcast. We, our, our current medical system is great for acute injury and trauma and whatnot. If you get in a car crash, you better go to the hospital don't think that you're going to supplement some vitamin C and some collagen to help he heal your wounds and your skin from the road rash or whatever. But I'm a big fan of functional medicine because it makes a lot of sense to me. And I think that um, instead of just putting a Band-Aid over our issues, i.e. prescription meds, we should try and heal it from the inside out. And that's what I want to do. So I woke up that next morning thinking about all of this, my gut health, my, from the Viome test, the serotonin statistic, and and I kind of just knew like, okay, if, if I'm about this life, if I'm going to practice what I preach here, I need to heal my gut first and go from there. So I thought of the GAPS protocol, G-A-P-S. That's the first thing that came to my mind, GAPS protocol, and that stands for Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And it's a whole protocol, including a diet um, that basically restricts and eliminates everything in your life in order to heal your gut um, back from ground zero. So it's very intensive and extreme, but I've, I've seen a lot of people healed from it and heard of a lot of people healed from it, uh, specifically Joe Witten. Joe Witten is a food blogger from Australia. I had her on the podcast. I can't remember which number she is, but 
her son had extreme, extreme OCD and extreme panic attacks to the point where he couldn't go outside. Um, he was waking up with night terrors, just all sorts of really, really hardcore stuff. And she actually put her son on the GAPS protocol when he was 11, I believe, and healed him all of his mental issues with the GAPS protocol. And she's an awesome, awesome lady. I highly suggest checking any of her stuff out. She goes by Quirky Cooking online, and she has a pretty, pretty large following. So that story of her son came into my mind and the GAPS protocol, and I figured, man, I should I should do some research here. So I started researching the GAPS protocol and what it entailed. I knew a little bit about it, but I just wanted to get specific with it. And I sent her a text message. I said, hey, Joe, Nick here from the Life Enchanted podcast. Would love to just chat with you for 15 minutes if you have time today about the GAPS protocol. And she is super, super kind and responded back. And I ended up talking with her for about 35 minutes. And she just kind of gave me some insight into what the GAPS protocol entails and answered a lot of questions that I had. So basically my plan and what I have been doing because it is now uh, Monday and I talked with her on Friday, the first stage of the GAPS protocol. So I'm not taking it, it extremely, extremely intense going back to like the very, very restrictive, restrictive stage one of GAPS, but I am getting pretty extreme. So the first thing that you do is basically eliminate all foods except a meat stock, not a bone broth, but a meat stock. What is a meat stock versus bone broth? Well, let me tell you, because I had to do some research, because I thought it was bone broth, but bone broth is a no-no in stage one of GAPS. Bone broth is when you uh, simmer water and whatnot with bones for a very long period of time. Meat stock is when you simmer, you quick cook the the meat in some water and then blend kind of a lot of the fats and whatnot together it's more of a quick cook as opposed to a long simmer so i researched some of that and figured out what i need to do to make a meat stock i went to our local meat market i bought a bunch of oxtail a bunch of beef shank a bunch of like bone marrow a bunch of joints you basically want meat that is close to the bone and close to ligaments. I bought like $100 worth of it. And then I brought it home and I made my first batch of it in a giant pot and it still has lasted me uh, till today. It's probably going to last through tomorrow. So I just put, I basically covered the bottom of a pot. And well, let me, let me restart real quick. The, the goal of the meat stock, if you do some research on this, it is like the most nourishing and traditionally healthy food that you could possibly be consuming. This stuff is super, super fatty. And with things that are fatty, when they turn cold, they turn to like a gelatin, jelly, gluey, sticky substance. And from what I understand and have read, it is literally a glue that glues your gut back together um, from like leaky gut and whatnot. And if you want a clear definition, an extremely clear definition of what leaky gut is, go listen to my podcast with Dr. Tom O'Brien. That dude is a wizard and super legit. But so that is kind of the idea behind the meat stock. It is from what I have heard, the most nourishing thing for your gut that you could possibly consume. So Basically, you cover the bottom of the pot with a lot of these bones and ligaments and little close to the the tendon meats and stuff like that. And then you bring it to a boil, put some uh, good sea salt in there, and then let it simmer for three hours. 
and then you separate the meat from the bones. I put the meat in a little bowl to the side and then all the fat, like the little fatty tissues and like bone marrows and ligaments and joint fluid and all that nasty stuff, you scrape off and put it back into the stock. So this stock that I have is like this watery substance that has all sorts of floating, stringy, white things. My wife almost puked when she saw it. It looks pretty gross, but it is super nourishing. So with that, I take uh, about a cup of it and I put it in my Nutra, no, not, no, my Vitamix, my Vitamix, which is my blender and blend it all together because I don't want to chew on like these, these long tendons that will probably make me gag. So I blend it all together and unfortunately it turns it to like this frothy, milky white substance, which is weird to look at because it looks like it would taste sweet. And I've been drinking that. And it's honestly not that bad now. The look of it is weird, but I I put some really high-quality pepper in it and some high-quality sea salt in it that I got from Whole Foods. And it actually tastes pretty dang delicious. And the stuff is super filling. The first bowl, I made myself a bowl um, of it, a complete full bowl. And I was about halfway through that bowl and felt like I was going to throw up because I was so full because it's just so dense and heavy. So I've been having like a quarter of a bowl about four times throughout the day. Um, and it is super, super filling and, and delicious. Honestly, I'm, I'm digging it now. So it's pretty cool. Um, and that's part of the protocol is that you, you stick to pretty much only that, for the first part, I'm going to do it for, I've done it for like three days and I didn't get super restrictive. I've also had eggs a couple times, which is in the stage two of gaps, but I feel like I can, you know, integrate that in right now. And I've had some almond butter. You can also have uh, herbal tea and a little bit of honey. Um, I've had some apples without the skin just because the skin is a little bit more difficult to digest. And I've had some, some extremely ripe bananas. So I'm not going, I'm cheating a little bit, but after talking with Joe, it's like the main thing you need to do is make sure you're getting lots of this broth into your system. So my, my plan with this is that I'm going to keep it going until I'm out of meat, which is probably going to be about two and a half, three weeks of just having meat stock throughout the day and then integrating in really easy to digest soft things. I'm also another part of the first stage of gaps is fermenting vegetables and using some of the fermented vegetable juice and eating some of the fermented vegetables. So I didn't know how to ferment vegetables, and I'll give you a little crash course on that. Basically, I just got a couple of mason jars, big ones, from Whole Foods. I filled those mason jars up with uh, sliced beets, carrots, um, what else is in there, broccoli, um, celery, You can put whatever veggies you want, but that's what I put in there. Then you fill the entire thing up with water, sprinkle um, about a teaspoon of salt in there, shake it all up, put it in the cupboard, wait for about four days, every day or so, just open the lid so the gases can go out, and it starts to ferment, and then you have fermented vegetables. So I have three large mason jars in my cupboard right now fermenting with vegetables. They should be ready tomorrow, and then they last for like months in the fridge, so pretty cool. So the idea, again, is to get the meat stock to glue your stomach back together and then the fermented veggies and veggie juice to kind of build up the probiotics and all of that stuff. So 
that is where I'm at with that. And I'm going to keep it going. I'll let you guys know how it goes. Um, and the goal is to, to heal my gut so I can see if it helps the serotonin. That's the dietary part of it. The other thing that popped into my brain is, um, kind of another natural solution or a tool to, to help with what my brain is secreting and how it's absorbing. And that is a CES device that stands for cranial electrotherapy stimulator, I believe, or simulator, (coughs) excuse me. And I heard about these through a podcast, a Joe Rogan podcast with an army vet, a Marine vet, actually, who was a complete savage, can't remember his name, but he was having some PTSD issues. And he said that he uses this thing, Alpha Stim, he has bad anxiety and whatnot, too. He uses this thing called Alpha Stim daily that really helps him. So I looked to see what Alpha Stim is. And um, it is a CES device. And basically, you just connect these ear low or sorry these ear pad things these clips to your ear and it sends different waves of energy into your brain which stimulates your brain to release certain chemicals and from what i understand the certain waves that they emit into your brain causes your brain to release serotonin which um gets absorbed by your brainstem or something like that. And these things are all natural. They're super effective. They don't have any side effects. They've been used for numerous, numerous years. I think like at least three decades since uh, the 80s. And there's been a ton of research on them and they're completely safe and FDA cleared and whatnot. So I looked into that. You have to have a prescription to get one. So luckily I know a few doctors and had a doctor write me a prescription and that I just actually talked to them prior to recording this and um, they're sending that out soon. So I should have it by the end of the week. So that is where I'm at right now with those forms of healing, the the GAPS protocol to get my gut right and the CES device, the Alpha Stim to get some, some good chemicals flowing in my brain. But the most important thing that I'm doing as I mentioned, is staying rooted in prayer and fellowship with God. I've gotten so much prayer the last week, and it it feels so good, and it's just reassuring because there's so much hope in that, and I know that the Lord is moving. At church, I saw this dude last week whom I've never met. He's this older gentleman. He's got a big old beard, and I saw him. I'm, I'm actually in the bathroom taking a leak and he comes up beside me and is taking a leak and I can't remember what he said but usually you don't really talk and he just like mentions something kind of nonchalant to me and I'm like you know I responded to him I can't remember what he said but we end up start uh starting to talk and then outside of the bathroom we keep talking um and he's a super cool guy and I noticed like as people are walking by this is a pretty big church and as people are walking by everyone knows the dude and I'm like geez man his name is Vinny um and I'm like, man, that guy was super cool. We talked for like five minutes, whatever. And then a week later, this was on Saturday, so two days ago, there was a men's breakfast at the church, which I went to. I didn't have a panic attack, thank God. It was in the morning, and usually I do better in the mornings for some weird reason. That's another podcast. But um, I saw Vinny at the men's breakfast, and he remembered my name. Even though I only told him my name one time, and he knows every single person in the church, it seems like. He saw me and said, Nick, what's up, man? And I felt bad because I didn't remember his name. 
And I was like, man, remind me your name. And he said, I'm Vin- Uncle Vinny. And I said, what's up, Vinny? And just kind of gave him some love. And he's just super, super kind. There's just something about that dude. So that's just a little backstory. So Sunday, yesterday, I am at church. And it's a great service. And they always have the prayer team come up after the service for prayer. And, I, and as I was thinking about that, I was like, man, I should for sure get some prayer today, considering the week's events. And after the sermon was done and the prayer team went up there, I look up there and who do I see? My man, Vinny. I'm like, okay, it's meant to be. I got to go get some prayer from Vinny. But I had to say bye to my friends who are sitting around me, um, some of who were present at the panic attack moment. Um, And my my guy, Anthony, who is on the podcast as well, uh, I think he's episode number 43, Anthony Seiler. Great, great dude great family. Um, he's an elder at the church as well. Um, he just, he kind of called me over and just said, Nick, man, I, you've just been on my heart all week. I would love to pray for you. And I just, I, I love that dude. And he just embraced me and prayed over me. And it was, it was super special. And I'm like, awesome, awesome. And after Anthony prayed for me, I went up to the front to receive prayer from Vinny. And Vinny was sitting there talking with two other guys, older gentlemen, that were also part of the prayer team. So there was three dudes up there. So I just walked up to all three. They weren't praying for anybody. And I said, what's up, guys? And Vinny's like, what's up, Nick? And he kind of embraced me and he gave me a kiss on the cheek, which was awesome. And I was just, they, you know, they, they said, what do you need? And I kind of just spilled my guts to them, um, gave them the short version of what happened and what I'm struggling with and a little bit about my history and whatnot. And these dudes just smothered me in prayer, each individually. And that's that's the biggest thing that I'm doing. And that's what I encourage you guys all to do is just start praying, start talking to God, start being open, start sharing your story. I've shared my story with so many different people, the podcast, random people, um, just as I'm walking around, like when I'm at um, the grocery store, I saw somebody, my brother didn't listen to the podcast, shared it with him. I'm just like sharing it with people, these people on the the prayer team. I'm just sharing it and just, can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? Because prayer is so important and talking with God is so important and, and he is good and faithful and will heal us. And, and we just need to be diligent about what we do. And if, if he doesn't heal us on the earth, we, the, the word said that we're going to get new bodies and we're going to be transformed in heaven. And that's going to be the ultimate healing. So healing is coming without a doubt. Healing is coming. Um, I'm going to continue to do what I do. I'm going to continue to include you guys, um, in, in all of this. Um, and I'm going to continue to surrender that's another thing that I'm kind of trying to embrace is I've tried so hard to do a lot of this on myself, on my own will, kind of pushing through the battlefield and praying God to catch up. Come on, Lord, I'm, I'm making moves. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing these cold showers and these biohacks, but I'm kind of praying him to catch up and help me, you know, resolve some of these issues. But in reality, I need to surrender everything and come up underneath him so that he is leading through the battlefield and I'm following in his shadow as he leads me and then implementing a lot of these things that he's bringing into my path instead of forging my own path. All right, guys, thanks so much. I'm excited to share with you more as I progress. I hope this helped someone. If you have anything you want to talk about, holler at me. 
Um, I gave that IG handle and the uh, email address as well. Um, Much love to you. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep fighting the good fight. Peace. A special thanks to King's Kaleidoscope for the instrumental used on the intro and outro of this podcast. Also, a big thanks to the good people at Capital Floats, which is Northern California's premier sensory deprivation and float tank facility. I am a frequent user there, and the experience is transformative to say the least. And for listeners of this podcast, they are offering an exclusive deal of 40% off the normal price for a single float. Just go to CapitalFloats.com and use the promo code Life Enchanted with no spaces at checkout. If you're in Northern California, you definitely want to take advantage of this. Please remember that I am not a doctor, so definitely consult your physician before making any sudden diet, supplement, or lifestyle changes suggested in any of these episodes. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can send an email to nick, N-I-C-K, at mylifeenchanted.com, or you can find me on Instagram at mylifeenchanted. Peace.